This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Hi, everybody. Welcome into the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. I'm your host, Brandon Worth, joining you here on this Saturday morning. I know many people... Probably thinking that is rare, Brandon, that you are actually recording on the Saturday that this episode is released, and you are absolutely right. This schedule has been very hectic. Back to indoor competition at the collegiate level. We actually competed at Saginaw Valley last night. Great performance from the Bulldogs across the board. Uh, a lot of them, many debuts for the underclassmen, so shout out if any of them are listening. Um, as well as we got a hectic afternoon at Ferris State Athletics for those that just listened into Behind the Bulldogs. If you haven't, make sure that you tune in 30 minutes earlier uh, at 3 o'clock, you can hear everything Fair State Athletics. We had an absolutely fantastic interview with Steve Brocklebank, Dr. Bill Pink, Athletic Director and President of the University, respectively, on what it's like in administration for a Division II institution and how that collaboration goes hand-in-hand. Hand. It's a great interview. If you missed it, don't worry. Go to WBRN.com, where you can find that episode and all the previous episodes that were aired on this program, as well as for this show as well here on the West Michigan Sports Show. So if you ever miss out on an episode, you're out of town, you can't get access to the radio, which is crazy because you can listen in uh, as well on WBRN.com and the WBR mobile app, so you don't miss out on anything uh, anywhere you are, no matter if you're in the area or if you're down vacationing in spring break in Florida, you can still catch the West Michigan Sports Show. It's a pretty cool feature that we have here on the station, but if you're joining us over the airwaves, we love you just as much as well, 96.5107.7 or 14.60 AM WBRM. But we got a great show for you here today. Uh, no interview on deck today, but there's a reason why. There's a topic that I want to dive into because there's been uh, a couple of instances here uh, from just before the new year and now that have actually kind of spilled over uh, into the new year. Uh, trash talking. This is one that I think I'm going to dive into in depth, and I'm going to tell you exactly why players trash talk and why it should be more accepted than it is already, especially from a fan's perspective here in sports. But I'm going to dive into that full in depth in the second half of the show. You'll hear my opinion and many people that know me uh, with my athletic career know that I did not trash talk hardly at all. I really don't stand with the belief that you need to be a trash talker to be a good player or a good competitor. But I'm going to dive into both sides of it on why people trash talk, why it's okay, when times it's not okay. And I'm going to talk about that uh, in of a sense. And especially from a fan's perspective, I think it kind of gets skewed. But we're going to dive into that all on the second half of the program as mentioned. But first, we'll get into the local sports scoreboard. But before we do that, got to pay the bills. Thank those that make this show possible. Obviously, United States Air Force as the primary sponsor of the West Michigan Sports Show program. And also big thanks to our other local sports supporters, which include the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Alter Care, Big Rapids, Moda, the Macasasso Transit Authority, Johnson's Automotive, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, and the Macasta Osceola Career Center. Thank you for your support here of the West Michigan Sports Show program here on WBRM. We'll get into some scores here from around the CSAA and more. Starting all the way back on January 12th, here just before the weekend, uh, Moy Stanwood and Nuego were in action in boys basketball there in Morley. Uh, it was the Lions defeating the Mohawks 71-58, to a really close game up there uh, in Morley. It looks like the Mohawks are starting to get a little bit better here over uh, the last couple of weeks, so that's good to see. Uh, no Lakeview Girls Wrestling Invitational, as mentioned on the last program, uh, due to cancellations because of Mother, Way Mother Nature and Snowmageddon. So thanks, Mother Nature. I guess we're going to have to go without sports 
uh, from last weekend. But we did have him back this weekend. We'll get to those scores here in a little bit. Going to January 15th, which was back earlier on Monday, some boys basketball and girls basketball action. Uh, Reed City takes down Standish Sterling on the road in a nail-biter, 50-47. to The Coyotes win over Standish Sterling, as well as in girls' hoops. Big Rapids takes down Midland Public, 45-33, your final score there. And also in girls' hoops, White Clown defeats Hesperia, 40-9 to uh, there in Hesperia. Lakeview and Saranac were squ- are slated to square off, as well as Montague and Grant. As well as on the boys' side, Kent City and Pentwater, all those games were canceled or postponed. Uh, TBD on those makeup games um, as they were likely going to be pushed towards the end of the season. Going to Tuesday, January 16th, uh, a battle in Beal between the Aggies and the Warriors of Chip Hills. It's Beal City getting the home victory 55-47, what was a nail-biter of a contest. Uh, really nice non-conference regional action there between Remus and uh, Beal City. That's always a game that is really kind of feels like a little bit of a rivalry, not necessarily as big of a rivalry um, as some of the other games on the schedule, but it's nice to see some of the regional teams um, starting to play each other again. That's really cool to see, especially. Speaking of which, Big Rapids playing Cadillac, two powerhouses, and certainly one powerhouse prevailed over the other. Cadillac dominates Big Rapids on the road, 74-38. to Big Rapids' biggest loss since the COVID year of 2020 when they fell at McBain. Uh, really tough win. Really tough win for Cadillac. Really tough performance for Big Rapids. Uh, but they bounce back here later on in the week, and we'll mention that, especially in a big way. No score reported from Morley Stanwood against Carson City Crystal. We'll get that up to date for you as soon as we have it. Uh, Ravenna and Nuego squared off there in Ravenna. It's the Lions again, back-to-back away victories uh, there over the Bulldogs of Ravenna. 63-57, to your final score there. Uh, no score reported from Tri-County and Grand Rapids West Michigan Aviation Academy in girls' action. Uh, but also in girls' action, Kent City falls to Grand Rapids Covenant Christian, 37-34, your final there from Kent City, as well as North Muskegon takes down Nuego at Nuego there in a way, girls' varsity action, 54-243, your final score in that one. January 17th, back here on Wednesday, uh, Grant and Baldwin squared off, and it was the Tigers taking down the Panthers, 82-57, your final score. Grant continues to be on a roll. Uh, Carson City, Crystal and Willie Stanwood were slated to play in Carson City, uh, but inclement weather and possible power outages go to a postponement, as well as Fremont and Grant uh, squared off in formerly CSAA foes. It's the Packers getting the win over the Tigers, 47-41, your score there. And Chip Hills falls at home to Gladwin, 49-25 there in girls' action, as well as Central Montcalm also Sanford Meridian there in Meridian 69 to 26 also only one uh, I believe only one wrestling tournament was in action uh, between Big Rapids Chippewa Hills and Central Montcalm good performances all across the board I believe uh, it was Chip Hills getting the win in this one uh, by a two nothing score Big Rapids gets the split Central Montcalm gets swept if that is incorrect please let me know because I was trying to piece together online Um, those results for you. So if I have that wrong, please let us know here at the station. I'll make sure to fix it uh, here upcoming. On to January 18th, that was on Thursday. A couple games in action. One men's uh, Reed City, Kent City, 46-45. Your score there, it was a close one there in Reed City, but the Coyotes take down the Eagles by one. 
uh, in a late game thriller. Molly Stanwood beats Brethren in girls non-conference action 53 to 26. Your final score there. And Reed City defeats Kent City in another nail biter by 5, 37 32. Your final score there from Reed City in the den. January 19th, that was yesterday here on Fridays. You're listening to this live over the weekend. Big Rapids dominates Central Montcalm and Boys Hoops. And I mean dominates. Their highest scoring output in over 20 games. 77-29 the final score uh, in this one. Big Rapids just absolutely dominates the Hornets who are playing some good basketball up to this point. Big Rapids bounces back in a massive way offensively to get the victory in CSAA play. Tri-County falls in a nail-biter to the Tigers, 57-62, or I should say 62-57 if you like the winning score first. Tigers take down the Vikings in a close one. Nuego and Lakeview squared off in Nuego. Uh, It's the Lions defeating the Wildcats, 64-43, your final score, as well as White Cloud defeats Chippewa Hill, 65-39, your final score there from White Cloud. On to girls' action, Big Rapids beat Central Montcalm, 55-48. In a battle there, both of those teams in the mix of the CSAA standings, which we'll get to that here in just a minute uh, based on where we're at now for basketball. Tri-County and Grant squared off. It was the Tigers dominating the Vikings 66-26, to your final score as the Tigers get the victory, hold seed number two, as well as Nuego and Lakeview squared off in a nail-biter. It's the Wildcats taking down the Lions 36-32 on the road. Big win there for Lakeview to hop up into the standings. And finally, White Cloud takes down Chippewa Hills 42-23 at home there on Saturday in the women's contest. So there's all of your scores and up to date. We do have a couple of games and competitions uh, here. They're actually taking place today. Kent City um, will be playing Blanchard, Montebello, and boys action. Eight of four sells Eastern in girls action. Um, those games are slated for 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock, respectively. We'll recap those scores on the next program up next week. Also, a Kent City bowling jamboree will be taking place. Uh, I believe them and Big Rapids will be squaring off in what looks like to be a dual matchup. Um, So we'll get scores there once they're provided. As well as we have competitive cheer for a lot of local teams and wrestlers um, that will also be taking place um, here later on this weekend. So we'll get to all of those scores as well as uh, especially one of the notable ones for those that are interested in the wrestling. uh, Reed City will be hosting their 39th annual Invitational uh, there in Reed City. That's taking place actually right now. It started at 10 a.m. If you're listening to this live, uh, when we'll get try to get all those results for you. Uh, many teams in the area, and I mean many, 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 many teams in the area, uh, will be competing. Cadillac, Central Montcalm, Everett, Grant, Hart, just to name a few. Leroy Pine River is always a good program. Nuego. Um, so we'll break down all of those and more. But some upcoming matchups to look out for before we get to a break. Um, a lot of big games coming up uh, on deck for sure. A couple to be on the lookout for. Um, the Wago is going to be hosting Reed City. That's going to be two the two top teams, I believe, right now in the boys' standings in CSAA. So be on the lookout for that one. That's going to be taking place on Tuesday, 7 o'clock there in Nuego. Uh, and Nuego always brings with their crowd. So that's going to be an electric basketball game nonetheless. Um, as well as next Friday, uh, Big Rapids will be hosting Grant. Um, there in girls action that should be slated to be a fantastic contest uh, there between the Tigers and the Cardinals and as well wrestling is I believe slated to take place as well um, over the upcoming weekend as well Uh, I believe actually on the 24th so that'll be actually earlier on in the week than I expected there Chippewa Hills will be hosting an invite as well as we'll see CSAA contests and tries across the board Central Montcalm hosting Tri-County Nuego Reed City hosting Big Rapids and Lakeview respectively there in CSAA wrestling action. And now you're all up to date on CSAA scoreboard. I'm going to take a break. When we come back after we pay the bills, 
I'm diving in trash talking what's good, what's bad, and why the fans' perspective is a little bit skewed. Don't go anywhere. We return here to the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force on the topic of trash talking. Now, I am aware that there are probably some people out there that tuned off when they heard that I was going to be talking about trash talking. And if that's the case, I totally understand. I'm not going to hold it against you. I think that right there is the problem when it comes to addressing this issue. There's a huge variance on what is okay and what is not okay when it comes to trash talking. There is such a gray area. Now, there's obviously a lot of things we can say that are good about trash talking. There's a lot of bad things we can say about trash talking. Um, there's obviously a fine line and when it is inappropriate, you know, and I think we can all understand where that line stands. Um, but I think the middle chunk, that gray area on a graph, that gradient of gray to black, um, where it goes from the purest of white to the darkest of black. Uh, I think that gradient area, that gray area, you would call it, especially in the business world, is definitely where we have a lot of differences when it comes to every individual. And my goal here, I'm not going to try to persuade you to say it is good to trash talk, it is bad to trash talk, and you take it out of the game or the competition. I'm not here to do that. My goal is as a former athlete at not only the high school level, the collegiate level as well, and many, you probably think, Brandon, you run cross country and track and field, like trash talk. You have not ran at the collegiate level if you have not heard trash talking. And I'm dead serious. It will happen during the race, before the race, after the race. I'm not even kidding you. You can believe me. And those that know who I am, know I am not a trash talker. I have used trash talking before. Yes, I have used it. And there have been times and places where I felt I needed to say something. If it was standing up for a teammate or my coach or Frankly, if something just needed to get knocked off their pedestal a little bit, I'll be completely transparent in saying that um, when it comes to somebody's arrogance on the floor or the competitive surface. Now, was it the good thing in a moment? I've done it when it's been a, I think it's a good thing. And there's been times when I've done it when it was a bad time to do it. I will be completely honest and tell you that. Now I'm going to dive into why players trash talk and the whole purpose behind it, because that part is not mentioned enough in our sports world. It's, it is not something that gets dove into very much on why players, coaches do it. And yes, coaches do do it. They do it. I'm, it's completely known. And those that might not know it or might be a little too oblivious to it. There are things that will be said that are composed of a underlying substance that is, in fact, a competitive advantage in speech when it comes to trying to get their team to be successful. I'm going to dive into those things here for the next eight minutes or so. Um, and I'm going to tell you why players trash talk and the whole uh, purpose behind it so that you can maybe have a better knowledge of where you can put your variants on the subject. And I'll, and I'll tell you when it's a good time and a bad time um, to trash talk. So here we go. We'll get into it, right? So why do players, why do competitors, why do coaches, why do teammates trash talk? You ask this question all the time. The true answer is there is no answer as far as the specific reason why they trash talk. Now, the way that they trash talk is unlimited, right? There, You've seen probably 50 different techniques on how to trash talk and what that means and what they say or what they do, if it's nonverbal, verbal, whatever. The, the ultimate goal, the underlying achievement that they are trying to accomplish, these people that are trash talking, is they're trying to get a competitive advantage. They're trying to enhance maybe their athletic performance, 
their teammates' athletic performance, or they are trying to negate or diminish an opposing athlete's performance in that contest. So why why do we do this, right? And of course, I'm not a science mind. I'm not a science mind. I'm not a science guy. I'm not Bill Nye. I don't know the entire science behind now, uh, the idea of trash talk, which is why I wanted to read some things. And I looked at a lot of different pieces, scientific journals, uh, a lot of different uh, experiment abstracts on why psychology is a big part of trash talking, why it is a part of this whole sequencing of why these players and athletes are trying to get an advantage. The biggest thing uh, that I found was very interesting. I was reading a piece that was published uh, by the University of Penn. Uh, this is Pennsylvania, of course. The idea behind the definition of trash talking is actually very interesting, right? Uh, Jeremy Yip, who was one of the contributors to this article as far as uh, giving the research to a couple of these guys that were writing um, this piece on why trash talking affects performance, they define trash talking as competitive incivility. Now, the word competitive fits in very well. We're like, yep, of course, it's competitive. The incivility part is probably where people start to say, wait, incivility, that sounds like you're trying to be vulgar and violent. And that's not technically true. Now, the definition of incivility, of course, with Oxford Dictionary being the primary source is rude or unsociable speech and behavior, right? Similar to rudeness, discourtesy, um, impoliteness, um, even at the borderline offensive. Now, when it comes down to incivility, that immediately makes you think that it's not okay, that trash talking is not okay, right? Because you're being incivil. You're not being what is quote unquote human-like in courtesy of another person. Now, the bottom line is that kind of takes a little bit to the extreme, and maybe they did this for clickbait. Obviously, if they did, they hooked me in just like a fish on a lake in a summer Sunday afternoon in Michigan. But the idea behind why trash talking affects the psyche is what the, my, what the main goal is in, in biology concerns, um, in anatomy, um, the whole biology of the human body. You're trying to not only get your dopamine, your adrenaline kicked in to try to see if you can uptight yourself, get more confident in your play, or you're trying to get somebody else off their game by increasing the pressure on them within their own body. Because now when you look at the way that the human body takes this, right, you're obviously getting a lot higher of blood flow. You're getting a lot more of the goosebumps of trying to get into that fight, flight, or freeze mode of when you're approached by a obstacle that is threatening your own safety, whether it's physical or psychological, right? Because you can go up and tell somebody you're soft, you won't fight me. And of course, what are you thinking? You're clenching your fish. You saying you want to bet I won't fight you because that's just the human nature, right? And for those that don't think, don't think this happens on the female side either, you are dead wrong. It might be different and it might not be as common, but I can guarantee you that it happens on the other side too, at both the high school and collegiate level. You might not see it as much as the guys do because guys huff and puff and push their shoulders out a little bit more than the girls do when it comes to that physical outreach and approach of some sort of violence, but it's still there. So that part of it is wrong. Um, But trash talk 
I was quoted here from the Scientific American says um, that it leans on these fears to try to elicit some kind of biological response that flips people into a threat state. That's kind of the, the better way that I kind of tried to mention it earlier on, right? It's called the optimal functioning individual zone or the individual zone of optimal functioning. You can flip it either way. Um, but it creates anxiety, right? There's good anxiety and there's bad anxiety. There's good stress, there's you stress, or there's distress or bad stress, right? You're trying to get an opponent into their opposite, which is why trash talking is much different. You might be trying to get them to be higher up in anxiety, adrenaline, because they play better when they're calm or they play better when they're you know, not as hyper-focused on the game. A lot of people that I know actually play better when they're just relaxed, dinking around, messing around almost, and you're like, what are they doing? They're not even focused, but that's just the way their psyche is. And then there's the other side of it where if they're way too lackadaisical, they're not focused, they have to be hyper-focused, 110, I'm only seeing down the light to the end of the tunnel, this is what we're doing, I don't give a rip what's going on outside my blinders, I don't care, right? Those are some of the different ways that people trash talk, and you find these by one, knowing the person, because more times than not, you know the person you're trying to trash talk, and you know them, and you know what side you are trying to get to, but the matter of fact is, you have to be able to understand what the environment is because there's a lot of times where it'll spill over or when you are trash talking, especially if you're on a highly emotionally attached team, which not necessarily saying is a bad thing, but when you have guys around you that are sponges, there are guys that you will have on your team that will soak in all the energy that you're putting out. Now, there will be other guys on your team that are brushes. They will push it right back off onto another surface and not even think about it, right? So the matter of fact is, when you look at what your team is composed of, you have to understand when the time is okay and when the time is not okay, because you don't want it to spill over. You don't want all of your emotion to go out. If there's an event, there's a tie-up on the floor in basketball, for example, and there's a couple guys going after it. One guy elbows another guy. The other guy throws a punch. The last thing you want to do is make a 10v10 melee and get your whole team kicked out in the game suspended. And you as a team have a tarnished image for the next five weeks. That's not what you want to do, right? You don't want to lose basketball games over a loss of emotion. It's the worst feeling to lose games like that. Now, for fans, we need to understand that if you want to see some of these players play at their highest level, that is going to involve them trash talking. Does it mean it's a bad thing? In some cases, no. There is good trash talk, right? And you're probably thinking, it's trash. Why would it be good in any sense? Because it gives your players confidence. It gives your players that extra mental edge over an opponent. The mental edge over physical edge wins almost nine times out of 10. Coaches will tell me that all day long. If you have guys that are six, seven on your team, that does not mean you will win a basketball game over a team that's six, one. I've seen it happen. I have seen it happen many times where the smaller team wins. Why? Because they have the mental edge. So you have to understand that. Now, if it gets out of line to the point where vulgar language is used, directive aggression that will lead to physical violence, obviously that's too far. But we have to understand too that a little bit of trash talk is okay in the game and it is still on the moral code of the players as long as it doesn't get out of hand and it's up to the coaches and it's up to the players themselves to be able to understand 
where the fine line is because they know at the end of the day where the line is. Thank you all for tuning in here this Saturday. If you missed out on any episodes, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and as well, WBRN.com. And until next time, I'm Brandon. And I'm out.